0: Hello and welcome to episode 53. I believe it's 53. It is January 31st, 2024. And I'm RJ and this is Art Rambles. I can't believe I got through that. (laughs) Usually would have stuttered. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? Hopefully you're doing good. It is gray here. I haven't seen the sun in three days. Uh, I'm taking vitamin D pills as if they're going out of style. Uh, I just finished recording a video. I'm going to start doing a new series. It's nothing, you know, I, I don't know, what's amazing? That's subjective, all right? We're in the modern era. Anything goes. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I'm going to be pasting uh, paper and magazines onto a canvas every day. That is my goal. I want to see how many days in a row I can do it and be like really consistent about it. And they're going to be around like 10 minutes long, and it's just going to be me talking uh, about whatever subject, kind of like the podcast, but in video form. So you get my hands, uh, and you also get the glare from the light that I use uh, on the paste that I use. So, but you know, people are there for me talking, not my art. <sighs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. We'll see how it goes. My goal is to do it continuously every day. I I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, Hopefully, my Wi-Fi and stuff don't go out. I think that would be one of the only reasons it doesn't happen. Or I'm just violently sick. Uh, (laughs) uh, Those are the only days. And maybe I won't do the talking ones. It'll just be like a time lapse on those days. But they're all going to be dated uh, on the video. I forgot to put my... um, my signature on it, oh, I'll do that next time. Day two will be different. You know day one is learning. Day two is you perfect it. It's <laughs> not how it goes, but yeah, i'm gonna post it I'm gonna try to do one a day, and it's just layer after layer. I'm not really going for any specific design. It's like whatever happens happens, and then the next day it'll be covered, and I just want to see how how tall I can make this thing by just putting paper on it like once a day uh, and doing it every day. So it's it's a consistency thing. I'm calling it counting down the days. That is what this series is going to be called. There's only going to be one piece in this series so far. There may be a second one once I finish this one, but who knows when it will be done. Uh, and we will see how it goes and what happens. Other than that, uh, I'm doing my decollage series because I needed a break from the pop girls because the pop girls are taking so long because I started uh, them at the beginning of the month and I only have one done and the other three are still maybe halfway. And it's just layer after layer and it's very monotonous and very boring, but I'm fighting my way through it. Uh, In the meantime, to take a little break from that, I have a decollage series, uh, which did inspire the counting down the days series excuse me which did inspire the counting down the days series because on the counting down the days uh the canvas i'm using is five by five i believe it's five by five and all the other decollages in the this is the title i have for my decollage series the unbearable no what was it oh my god did i forget the name the unbearable Oh, the unbearable stress of dealing with other people, (laughs) which is funny because I forgot I named it that and I went to go put a painting away uh, and I have them in containers, the ones I don't have on my wall. And I looked at this container that had the mess of a brain series in it and there's a piece of tape that I have on it where I wrote on Sharpie what's in this container, like what the numbers are. Like 1 through 20 and what the name of the series is. And it said the unbearable stress of dealing with other, other people. And I completely forgot about this series even though I did it like a month and a half ago. Uh, and there's like 20 pieces in it. I forgot what I named it. So I must have been in a mood the day that I named the series. <laughs> people must have been bothering me. Uh, so yeah, that is the, the unbearable stress of dealing with other people. So it is a decollage series. Uh, I have three on my easel right now. One of them I believe is done that I finished today. One needs a few more hours of work. uh, And another one I'm kind of questioning if it's done or if it's not done or do I have to do more. But one of them I think is done and I do like the look of it. So uh, I don't know how many are going to be in that series. I like to do a larger amount uh, of canvases and series just to get I I call it getting out of my system. Uh, You get the idea, make the idea physical, and then move on to the next idea. Once you get everything you can get out of the style or the series, that's kind of my art philosophy uh, that I have. So I believe I'm at 23 or 24. I mean, I know I'm in the mid 20s of uh, canvases that are done. And I do feel like I want to do more. Uh, so I will continue on with the series uh, and yeah, the unbearable stress of dealing with other people. So yeah, what happened, I was doing one this morning, uh, the five by five that's turning into counting down the days with that one canvas, the small one. It was just too small. It looked too cramped uh, for the decollage style and it, I couldn't get what I wanted to get out of the uh, the unbearable stress of dealing with other people, decollage series with the smaller canvas. So then I was like, "What the hell am I going to do with you?" And uh, I had a deep talk with my canvas. <laughs> now I was like, "Oh, I wonder what'll happen if I just if I do this." So I did film it. It's just me talking. If you have any topics. Uh, or questions, you can just leave a comment on that post or any of my posts or in the DMs, and I will make a video the next day uh, talking about it. Certain subjects are off limits. Like I'm not going to be throwing uh, anything that could get me in uh, in some trouble on the uh, on the old socials because it is a pain in the ass to start a new social from the ground. So I will not. <laughs> I will not talk about certain things, but anything else, usually go art-related stuff. That's the main thing I would think, but I'm not going to be talking about how to fix America and stuff like that. We all know what we should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped my phone. Uh yeah. So I got those two going. Uh, I have. Uh, I got Crunchyroll. Not a, it's not a food. It's the anime streaming service. Uh, because I feel like I need to engage with some hand-drawn. I know they use CGI and stuff, but I'm watching a few animes. Uh, I, I'm drawing a blank on the names because I only watched like two or three episodes. I've only had it for like three days. One of them hit hard though, because I thought it was going to be like, it's for Ren? Hold on, I can look it up on my iPad, but... I started it. I was like, "All right, I'm not. I'm not going to search around the streaming service and spend you know thirty minutes to an hour trying to find something." I'm trying to get more into fantasy, just in general with books and stuff. Uh, are you going to give me the name? So I'm trying to get more into fantasy, like books, Wheel of Time, Lord of the Rings, uh. Just in general because I don't know much about it I'm I'm, base, I'm at like basic level fantasy so I was like I've seen a few fantasy animes maybe maybe one no, I probably haven't seen any I can, I, I've seen clips of them so I thought I was signing up for that. I thought I was like I thought I was going into like this uh, this is gonna be an adventure there's an elf girl. Uh there's uh, a bunch of there's a hero, a dwarf uh not a dwarf. Is it a dwarf? Yeah, I think so. And then they're gonna go on an adventure and fight the evil thing, and that'll be fine. It was not that at all. It was not that because it went It starts at the end of their journey and they save the world or defeated evil, and then Elves don't age. I'm gonna spoilers, so if you don't want to hear this, you can you can, uh, I'll give you a few seconds. You can skip ahead. Uh, okay, the name of the anime is Frenier, or F- oh my god, Freiren, Beyond Journey's End, I, I am horrible at pronouncing names, F-R-I-E-R-E-N, and it was, I like it, I'm on episode 3, but I wasn't ready for the feels because <laughs> the feels hit hard. Because I was like, "Oh," duh. and then the second episode happened. I was like, "Oh, duh, the feels again." So it's clearly not what I expected, but I am pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, I like I said i, I thought it was going to be an adventure, fighting bad guys, kind of. It could turn into that, but uh, it was the the feels hit hard. Actually, I'm not going to spoil what happens because I you, you guys can find it. I don't want to ruin anything for. I, I hate when that happens because that's basically my TikTok page. If I if I look up something like movie related, I get like these pages that just spoil shit, and they're popular. Like why why would you want something ruined? Just watch the thing. Like what whatever, whatever. I'm never going to figure it out. Uh, the other animes. This is this is just. Uh, <laughs> All of my art and everything I'm into is just one long journey to get me to making hentai. <laughs> All this training, uh, it, with learning how to do the art stuff, I do. I do have to figure out how to get better at drawing. I, you know, I'll just do books and stuff. That could be like another video series: the embarrassing journey of RJ learning to draw properly. Uh. <laughs> it's actually I would do that. I may start that. I may start that at some point. Uh, We will see how it goes. What are the other animes I am watching or that I've checked out? Uh, I'm checking out (laughs) Hakado. Gals are super adorable. It just popped up on the For You page. I've watched three episodes of that. It's basically etchy. It's like it's softcore, kind of, and it's just very busty busty busts uh (laughs) and then metallic rogue i watched one episode of that uh i'm not gonna quit any of these shows because once i start uh i would like to finish stuff even if it's bad uh only because i feel like it would create a habit for me of being like as soon as i get bored with something i'm done and i i feel like that's a bad habit and i used to have that with like books and And movies and stuff, so I would like to not do that. And you can learn a lot, a lot of stuff from something bad, uh, more so than something good. Uh, I think at times it depends. But Metallic Rogue, it's very Blade Runner. Uh, The movie, the both of them actually, the Harrison Ford original and the Ryan Gosling sequel, both of them are great. They're not animes; they're live action. But it's kind of like that, but with, like, fighting robots or, or people who – or androids who transform into robots or something. It's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really – I like some of the visuals on it, but I didn't really – I didn't really – really, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll continue on with that. I will continue on with that. And the, the gals are super adorable. Is just, like, slice of life. Here's 25 minutes of something that's not going to stress you out, uh, which I need, uh, especially being in America during election year. Uh, <laughs> plus, I just like anime. It's just it's just relaxing. And like I said before, I like the hand-drawn stuff. Uh, I used to watch cartoons when I was younger. Curse the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Laboratory, the first two seasons of Dexter's Lab, uh, Johnny Bravo, uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh, my sister used to watch the Powerpuff Girls, so I used to watch that with her. My two favorites, though, are Courage the Cowardly Dog and Johnny Bravo. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog is probably my favorite out of the two. Uh, I do like the horror genre, uh, not just in cartoons, but in general slasher movies, monster movies, and stuff like that. 1980s was a great time. Uh, not that I was born in the 1980s. But, you know, you got DVDs and stuff, so I can go to the past. Uh and I haven't really seen too many horror anime. Oh no, I did. I watched that. Um oh god, what was it? I'm horrible with names. It was about like mutated cockroaches on Mars. Let me let me look that up. My Google search history. If anybody at my my cable company or my internet service is looking at my, uh, Google searches. Oh, the people probably Googling worse shit. Cockroaches on Mars anime. And I read some of the manga too, and then it started to turn into kind of like a Dragon Ball Z thing, but without Super Saiyans, it was just them fighting cockroaches and fighting each other because the people who went to Mars were like injected with this stuff that gave them like bug powers to fight the cockroaches. And these cockroaches were like ripped, <laughs> like they were like juicing, uh, da, 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 da. and then they're trying, they're saying that it's racist and stuff, but whatever, uh, terror, terror formers, which if you sound it out, it's terror for Mars and it's abso- it's brutal, It's very violent. It's so violent that they, I found the uncensored version. uh, But the censored version, they've actually put like black bars on like three fourths of the screen because of the violence that's happening. Uh, And the anime, the first season I liked. The second season, like I said, started to turn into the uh, stronger, stronger, stronger format, like the Dragon Ball Z stuff. Uh, Like, where they're going to get stronger, and then stuff happens, and they're defeated, but then they get back up. But the first season was better. Uh, And the manga was the same way. Once it left that story arc, it just became Dragon Ball Z. Which I have nothing against Dragon Ball Z, because I used to watch that on Toonami when I was a kid. Uh, I've not seen all of Dragon Ball Z. That would be something, because there's there's a ton of episodes of that. Well, feasibly, you could do like one a day, I guess, right? And then I've never watched One Piece because that's like 900 episodes. I think they're still going. I've never watched Naruto. Can I call myself an anime fan? <laughs> but yeah, Terra for Mars, I liked it. Uh, it was violent. My favorite anime, though, the anime that got me into anime was Kill a Kill uh, by Studio Trigger. And it is uh I like the art style on it. It was fast paced, the storyline was like quirky, uh and it was well looking back on it, I don't think I caught most of it, but it turned into like like <laughs> it's like S and M stuff going on and yeah, it was it was a good time for everybody. Uh but it was fun. That's the anime that got me into anime. Uh, and then from there it was just uh, trying everything erased. I like that one that was more of a slow burn mystery like who killed the kid. Uh, my f- okay killer kills in my top three. My favorite non-action anime would be your lie in April. Uh, I really like that one and I feel like they did a great job with the characters, especially cowrie. Uh, I believe that was her name. Uh, and it was one of those devastating animes that hit you in the field. So that seems to be what I'm getting. Uh, so yeah, I, I am going to watch a lot more. Uh, I'm watching... I don't know, what's the other one? Uh, the one on Netflix, uh, Delicious in Dungeon. Uh, that's also by Studio Trigger, so I'll watch anything by them. And then you get like the Studio Ghibli stuff, but everybody's seen those because they're all great. Miyazaki's amazing. And yeah, so I'm having a great time. Uh, I'm trying to think, what was the... That haiku one was cool. Oh, uh, words bubble up like soda pop. That got me into haikus. Uh, I got a haiku book. I've tried doing haikus. I haven't really stuck to it, but it would be a fun thing to do. Uh, Another art thing and your name was good I'm trying to think why can't i remember any of these they'll pop up after when i'm not talking about it uh, <laughs> so yeah i've been checking that out uh and just doing the usual doing art and then you got to you got to take a break from focusing so hard at least my brain does where you focus a lot on something and then you go away for a while and then you come back and uh yeah. it's basically it, just anime and sleep. Uh and then books I did get. I did pick up uh the only new book that I've got started is The Gun No, I got two. Uh The Guns of August, which is a history book about World War One, because I know very little about World War One. And then uh for audiobooks, uh I did get on Libby, the app, uh, Gone Girl came in. And I am a fan of Rosamund Pike, but she's not narrating this. I, I knew she wasn't. Uh, but I am a fan of her as a, uh actor. So, yeah, I'm checking out Gone Girl uh, to know what a toxic relationship looks like. As if I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm listening to the audiobook of that of two damaged people uh, being the most damaged couple ever, so yeah, I'm doing that, and then I'm thinking after I finished the books that I got going, uh, because I got Between Two Fires as an audiobook going, very good so far, I'm about three hours in, uh, medieval fighting giant snake monsters, the plague's going around, Satan's acting up, uh, violent, I'm uh, having a good time with that. Gone Girl, I'm having a good time with that too. And then I'm going to do The Wheel of Time book too, which I've been talking about as an audio book. And then once I finish the physical books that I have, I think I'm going to do like an experimental novel uh, just to just to kind of cleanse my palate, I guess. Uh, and I've read it when I was a teenager, I believe. It's There's a book called The House of Leaves, Uh, what is it? Mark Delawinski? Oh, God. I gotta Google everything. Hold on. Yeah, I read House of Leaves when I was a teen. It's a pretty big novel. I think most of it went over my head. Because, like I said, it's not written like a traditional novel. Yeah, uh, Mark Z. Delawinski, published in 2000. So I didn't read it until later... Because I was not reading that in 2000. But it's about this family that moves into a house. And then one of them starts noticing that there's rooms. Or there's space in the house that doesn't exist outside of the house. And then all this weird stuff starts happening. And there's like a maze or a labyrinth and, and stuff like that. And it's written in... Very experimental form. Let me me read it correctly so I can do this justice. Hold on, silence. That's always good for a podcast, right? Uh, House of Leaves is the debut novel of Mark Z. DeLewinski, published in March 2000. A bestseller was translated into a number of languages and is followed by a companion piece, The Whalestow Letters. The novel is written as a work of extensive fiction, metafiction, Uh, Focusing on a fictional documentary film titled The Navison Record, presented as a story within a story, discussed in handwritten monograph recovered by the primary narrator, the narrative makes heavy use of multiple spectative uh, as there's a lot of footnotes chronicle his efforts to, to transcribe the manuscript, which itself reveals Navidson's record's supposed narrative through transcripts and analysis depicting a story of a family who discovers a larger on-the-inside labyrinth in their house. If you understood any of that, you are smarter than me, and you should save the world. Uh, House of Leave maintains an academic publishing format through, throughout with exhibits, appendices, uh and an index as well as numerous footnotes including citations for non-existent works Interjections from the narrator and notes from the editor to whom he supposedly sent the work for publication. It is also distinguished by convoluted page layouts. Some pages containing only a few words or lines or of text, arranged to mirror the events of the story, often creating both an agrophobic and claustrophobic effect. At points, the book must be rotated to read, making it a prime example of erogatic literature. It's Greek, yeah, so it's very experimental. I read it as a teen. It went over my head. Uh, so I'm going to get that book probably at the end of this month uh, through the library and give it a go again. Because my goal, like I said, every year is 100 books, and that includes audiobooks, that includes manga, that includes comic books, that includes physical literature, just whatever I can get my hands on uh, that interests me or that forces me to uh, learn something. Because I do believe there's multiple benefits from reading a book or listening to an audiobook. One, you have to focus so the attention span gets better, which I need – because uh, I used to have a really good one, then I got a phone, and then social, and then it just it went crazy. But I'm fighting to get it back. I got some of it back, but it could be better. Everything could always be better. Nothing's perfect. And I don't know, it's just fun. I find books fun. They don't irritate my eyes, like the screen stuff. I know I watch anime and, and uh, movies and stuff like that. But if I'm on a long time on like my phone, my eyes are shot. So, yeah, I got a hundred books. I think I'm only at, I think it's like six so far. Yeah, I got six. And then, uh, yeah, so that's basically, and they also, with the book readings and movies and TV shows and anime, you never know where an idea is going to come from or an influence is going to come from. So I am throwing my hat in the ring in all things, Uh, that I can uh, find time to do and that I enjoy. Uh, And that's where the ideas come from by engaging with art and stuff. I know a lot of artists or a few uh, that kind of get their influence from other people. But I feel like that rarely happens with me personally. I'm more I need to be bored not that book reading or anything's bored, but you know your mind wanders uh, with certain things if it is boring to you. But I need to be bored. I if I'm engaging with somebody else, the focus is on them, and I'm not getting uh, ideas. So uh, book reading and all that stuff really helps. Let me see. No, oh, I I have nine. I have nine books. How how did I do that? Alright, what do I got here? I got the Night Cartoonist in Her Orc Editor. This is going to be a random ass list, so I hope everybody's ready. These are the nine books I've read so far this year. Uh, the Night Cartoonist in Her Orc Editor, Volume One. Uh, it is about a knight who wants to be a manga artist and an orc who's an editor. I saw it on Hoopla and I just clicked it. Uh, it's very etchy, uh, and it, it was it was okay like every time something goes wrong with the, uh, the night and her manga, uh, she wants to like kill herself because she she can't handle the pressure. It's not funny, but it's, okay. Uh, then I listened to your brain on art, how the arts transform us. That was on Spotify, uh, through their audio book thing where you can listen to like 15 hours a month on there if you have a premium membership. So I listened to that, uh, Art's healthy for you, and it makes you feel better. Like I mean, I mean, I, I knew that, but I still listen to it. Uh, how to speak with humor, or how to speak and write with humor? Okay, let me let me start over. The Night in the Cartoonist was written by Indu So. Uh, Your Brain on Art: How the Arts Transform Us by Susan Maximin. Uh, and the next book I read was How to Speak and Write with Humor by P. H. Witten which I picked up a physical copy at my library book sale last October, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I can make writing funnier or, or maybe, like, caption stuff. And I read it, and the book wasn't funny. I also didn't realize that the book was written in, like, 1910. So the humor didn't really uh, – I don't know. It was more like dad jokes. Not that there's anything wrong with dad jokes. I appreciate a dad joke, but I – I don't know, and I feel like the author was told he was funny by somebody, and they may have been lying, but he, like, ran with it. That was, like, his thing. Uh, Crying in H-Mart by Michelle Zahner. Uh, It is a memoir about Michelle Zahner. Uh, She's the lead singer of Japanese Breakfast. I've talked about them before on here. Check out their album. They're a great band. If you're looking for like bubbly pop indie stuff, pretty cool stuff. Paprika is probably my favorite song by them, but uh, I did like their first album. Uh, and it's about the crying in H Mart is about her growing up, uh, half Korean, and her mother going through cancer and passing away, and her relationship with. Uh, the Korean culture and food, and how food's such a big thing, and, and stuff like that. I then read, uh, not that was an audiobook, Crying in H Mart was an audiobook on Libby. It is also narrated by Michelle Zahner, and she did a great job on that. Uh, then I read, or another audiobook, 10 by Gretchen McNeil. It's basically, and then there were none, uh, which is an Agatha Christie book but updated with teenagers, so it was kind of like one of them's the killer. And, you know, they keep dying off one by one. Who's doing it? Why are they doing it? So it was very much like Scream Slasher thing. It was okay. I I don't know. It's just, I don't know. They just, I felt like they were just whiny teens, but aren't all teens whiny. Uh, I then read a physical copy of The Only One Left by Riley Sager or Sager. Uh, very good book, not what I, not what I was expecting, I was expecting like a haunted house kind of thing, which it did have some of those elements, but it's about a uh, caretaker, like a nurse caregiver who gets assigned a job at this estate where something happened many, many years ago, and she's taking care of the person who was blamed for it, Uh, and then weird stuff starts to happen, And uh, you figure out what's going on. Very good book. Also, that book made me realize I love large print books uh, because I accidentally ordered the large print version of that. And two reasons. One, I I can read small print. I'm fine with that. I do wear glasses for like driving and stuff. But the large print, you get more pages done and you feel smarter. (laughs) So that was fun. I, I really liked the only one left. Uh, I thought the writer did a great job. I will check out their other books at some point. And then I listened to on, uh, Libby. I listened to Daisy Jones and the six, which is about a band in the, uh, seventies, which is like very influenced by Fleetwood Mac, obviously. Uh, so everybody's sleeping with each other. Everybody's got problems. Uh, and it was also my first book with an assembly cast, reading and everybody did a great job except one person, but that person's only in it for like like I don't know like ten sentences. So that's probably a good thing. Uh I then just finished yesterday. I already read it before but I read it again or I listened to the audiobook version. Uh yes Connie, come on. Come on up on the lap. Come on. Uh the audiobook version is on Spotify. It has all three books of his together. So it has steal like an artist, uh, show your work and keep going. I'm on show your work right now. I've only read steal like an artist and show your work last year, but I'm I'm doing this audio book now. I finished that one yesterday and it just goes through the creative process or his philosophy be- behind the creative process uh, and what helped him uh, find his style or uh, social media and stuff like that. But he says at the beginning of it, take the advice you want, try things out, Nothing set in stone. Some advice is bad advice to some people. So just take what you want. Like I said, that is available on uh, Spotify. And it's only like six hours long. So you can get it done in a day or two, uh, depending on how often you listen. And it has all three of those books in one audio thing. So you just hit play. Uh, But they are very useful for some things. The end of Steal Like an Artist, the last few chapters really got to me uh, because I've been feeling kind of uh, since it's winter in Massachusetts, it's just gray all the time and I don't really feel motivated to do my art, but I'm still doing it because I I want the discipline and it's what I do. Uh, And the last book that I've read this month is Happiness, number one by Shuzo Oshimi, Uh, Which is a manga about a boy who gets bitten by a vampire. I don't really care for it too much. Uh, I think I... I like the cover art. But I didn't really care for it too much. I'll give it a few more. Uh, That's volume one. It's a whole series. I think there's like 8 to 12, I believe. Or maybe around there. But I will read the second one. That one I got through Hoopla. uh, Through my iPad. And I read that. So that is what I'm doing now. And now I have to go cook food. And Connie's being so lovable. So that is today's episode. I hope you do art. Go read some books. Go post some stuff. Try not to get involved in the drama. I have to go start making food. And then I have to start posting things. Because I'm trying to do two to three posts a day. That's my goal. Some days haven't been... Uh, reaching that Uh, but that is the goal so I hope you have a great day and I will see you around also I have trading cards available one of them may be already traded the other one is not traded yet I'm still trying to work out the details with the person Uh, sometimes things take time I'm patient it's all good and yeah so if you're interested in trading or anything like that just let me know And I got to figure out what card that person wants. And then the other card is still available. So there's not two people trying to get the same card. And then I got to like apologize to somebody. But that's not going to happen because it's first is why am I talking still? Everybody have a good one. You have a good one.